The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Amen and amen. Good morning, everybody. Say good morning to your neighbor to the left and to the right. So today we are in the third part of Limitless, and we are totally grateful for the journey that God is is taking us on. You know, and we are confident that your life will not remain the same again. We explained last week that limitless is first of all about who you are. Being limitless is first and foremost about the person you are, who you are. And we expounded on that. So I want to encourage you to listen to last week's teaching. I mean, by the grace of God, it was born in the place of of, of, of depth with the Holy Spirit. And we need to realize that the more we move in the direction that the Holy Spirit wants us to, the more limitless we actually become. The easier it is for our spirit to influence our world. And we explained that we can actually give our life a new blueprint. You can actually give your life a new blueprint. And to give your life a new blueprint, um, we started with two things. The first thing that you have to get into is meditation. Meditation in the Word, of course. Meditation in the Word. We explained what meditation really is according to the Bible. And we, we saw how God uses it to transform our lives. The second thing we saw last week in giving your life a new blueprint, that is giving your subconscious mind a new blueprint, is what we've called pre-sleep programming. Pre-sleep programming. And we explained how that really works. Again, again, get the message for last week last week Sunday. So we'll pretty much take it up from there. And I want you to rise on your feet, if you don't mind, wherever you are, even if you are online, rise on your feet as a sign of alertness. I want us to go over certain declarations of God's word. I want to challenge you that this word is, is available already. If you check the groups you are in by now it should be there if it's not there by the end of service you should have the the graphic and you can use it for yourself you know in your homes and while you're on your feet i want us to say this together so say it after me for starters say it after me i am a child of god i am part of god's family i am loved I am victorious, I am safe, I am forgiven, I am accepted, I am equipped, hallelujah, I am protected, I am sealed with the Holy Spirit, I am delivered, 
I am God's handiwork. I am strong. I am enough. I am blessed. I am comforted. I am never alone. I am seen. I am heard. I am redeemed. I am renewed. I am approved. I am healed. I am holy. I am set apart. I am chosen. I am sanctified. I am set free. I am fearless. I am limitless. Amen and amen. You see, did you feel that? And I want us to say it again. So don't sit down yet. Don't sit down yet. If you are sitting down, get up. I want us to say it again. He said, Pastor, again? Yes, again. You know, it is in the repetition. And I want us to begin even now together as a community. So let's say it again. I am a child of God. I am a part of God's family. I am loved. I am victorious. I am safe. I am forgiven. I am accepted. I am equipped. I am protected. I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. I am delivered. I am God's handiwork. I am strong. I am enough. I am blessed. I am comforted. I am never alone. I am seen. I am heard. I am redeemed. I am renewed. I am approved. I am healed. I am holy. I am set apart. I am chosen. I am sanctified. I am set free. I am fearless. I am limitless. Amen and amen. As we make these confessions, so shall it be in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, so it is and shall be in the mighty name of, of Jesus. So we see that the word of God is so powerful. Last week, Paul says, we're sharing the words of Paul, that we should be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And we explain that the spirit of the mind is the subconscious mind. It's the subconscious mind. And it is the word of God. According to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, Hebrews 4, 12. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of joint and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts, a discerner of thoughts, and the intent of the heart. So we see that the word of God pierces, can separate, get into the dividing of the spirit and the soul, get into the subconscious. So the word of God is so powerful. It's so, 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 so powerful. So again, this confessions, Repeat them at night before you sleep. Last thing before you sleep, repeat them before you step out of your house. Every day. Let's just do it for the end of first quarter and see what will happen. Just challenge yourself that I will do this every day for Q1 2022 and see what 
happens in your life. See how confident you become. See how doors open for you. See how you break the barrier of every form of mental health sickness or mental health challenge. See how you overcome by the power that is in the word of God. And that is how it is. For us to be limitless this year, it's not what you don't have that will limit you. It's what you have and you don't use that will limit you. It is what you have that you don't use, that you don't engage that will limit you. You have the word of God. If you don't engage the word of God, but the more you engage the word, the more limitless you become, the more powerful you become. You cannot be contained. You cannot be restrained. Why? Because you are born of the spirit. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Another major theme. So we've seen the word of God. Today, I want to stir up something within you that will hunger and thirst for the word and for the spirit of God that will plunge you into the depths of God. So if you're a Christian, you're a child of God, it's not only the word of God that you have and you don't deploy. You see, there's something more than gold. The spirit of God in the heart of man, there's something more than gold. It's something more than gold. The spirit of God, oh, you knew I was gonna sing it. <laughs> in the heart of man is something more than gold. Something more than gold. The spirit of God in the heart of man. Something more than gold. Having the Holy Spirit, and that is the advantage we have as children of God. Having the Holy Spirit and deploying the fullness of it is actually experiencing no limits is experiencing no limits it's being limitless i know a lot has been said about the holy spirit a lot of abuses have happened i mean now some christians don't want to have anything to do with the holy spirit they're like okay okay we have the holy spirit but um we don't we are not sure about all these pentecostals or pentecostals you know all the um names they call um, certain group of people, you know. Listen, if there's a truth of the word of God that you don't embrace, you limit yourself. You rob yourself. Let's say, for instance, healing. You embrace salvation. You embrace prosperity. You don't embrace the fact that by the wounds of Jesus, you have been healed. There's a healing covenant upon your life. If you don't embrace it, you cannot see it manifest. You need to embrace it. Some Christians, we embrace holiness. We embrace healing. Some Christians don't embrace the fact that prosperity, physical prosperity, is part of the covenant. If you don't embrace it, you can't see it in your life. You can't come into the fullness of it. And one thing that you must embrace to really be limitless is the reality of the person of the Holy Spirit. Ah, the Holy Spirit 
is a person. It's not a force. It's a person. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. It's like a dove in the sense that it's gentle. The Holy Spirit is not fire. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is like fire. It's not fire. It's like fire because you cannot um, cage it. You cannot predict it. It consumes. It, it devours. It licks up fuel. It illuminates. It, it, it heats up. Provides eating. The Holy Spirit is not water. can be like water. It quenches thirst. It, it refreshes. It cleanses. It renews. It is not oil. The Holy Ghost is not oil. It can be like oil. It anoints. It empowers. And on and on and on and on. The Holy Spirit is a person. It's a person. And the Holy Spirit as a person comes with gifts. Comes with comes bearing gifts. The Holy Spirit comes bearing gifts. And one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit comes bearing is the gift of tongues. Now, speaking in other tongues. Now, the Word of God says that this sign will follow them that believe. That in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with other tongues. These signs will follow who? A few of those that believe, them that believe. It is available to every believer. And guess what? One of the signs is this. Cast out devils. Speak with other tongues. So if you will receive the Holy Spirit, you can receive the grace to speak with other tongues. You can receive the grace to speak regardless of how you have thought of him before now. You can take out your bias and begin to receive the grace to speak with other tongues. The Holy Spirit can empower you that way. I remember, I mean, how I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, for some of you are like, okay, can't you have the Holy Spirit without speaking in tongues? That's a very good question. I mean, I'm, I don't intend to enter a theological debate even right now. However, one thing I can say to you is this. Check the book of Acts of the Apostles. Everywhere that there was baptism in the Holy Spirit, they were speaking in other tongues. Either tongues of men of another culture or tongues that are heavenly that are not understood by men. Every time. There was baptism of the Holy Spirit. There was speaking in other tongues. The only time I would say that there was, that you wouldn't say that there was um, immediate evidence of speaking with other tongues was when Paul was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Apostle Paul. When he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, that's the only time it was not recorded that he spoke in other tongues. Every other time. Every other time. But Paul would say to the Corinthian church, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you. <laughs> so you see, Paul spoke in tongues. So even though I think it was not recorded that when he was baptized, the Holy Spirit he spoke in tongues, even though it was not recorded, it, it, we could see that he wrote himself that he, sp he could speak in tongues even more than the whole church in Corinth. 
So, what am I saying? What I'm saying is this. Everywhere that there is baptism of the Holy Spirit, there is speaking in other tongues. Paul saw some disciples of John the Baptist, also in the book of Acts, and says to them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they're like, we, we haven't so much heard of any Holy Ghost. <laughs> so it's possible to be following God and not engage or encounter the Holy Spirit. And you are even bound, no doubt. And by the time they lay hands on them and prayed with them, the Bible says that they were baptized in the Holy Spirit and they spoke with other tongues. They spoke with other tongues. So everywhere there was baptism of the Holy Spirit, there was speaking in other tongues. That's, that's all I know. And that is how I began to receive, I believe, I was, I was about to tell you my story. That was, that was one thing that disabused it for me. Because I was, I mean, back in the day I was in university and I, I was very skeptical because the, I heard people teaching each other how to speak in tongues and it was really irritating to me. And I was like, okay, fine, I know I'm saved now, but I don't want to have anything to do with this speaking in tongues kind of thing. But the more I read the Bible, the more I came up about this kind of truth, the more I became hungry for the Holy Spirit. And I was reading a book alone in my room. And the author of the book said, drop the book now and receive the Holy Ghost. I was like, really? You know? And okay. I was the only one in the room. So, I mean, no one to laugh at me. I dropped the book. I raised up my hand. Boom! <laughs> I'm not, I've never been the same again. And that was it. And that was it. Maybe for some of you, you need to. You need to. Get into a place where you are not, if you are self-conscious, it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but it's okay. I mean, get into a place where you can be alone and open your heart to God. I remember years ago, I was ministering um, the Holy Spirit to a lady, a young lady, and, you know, and I prayed for her, and she hadn't received as it were. And I'm like, I was checking with God, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? And I felt led to say to her, that you know what? Um, God says if we ask him, he will give us. Because if son will not ask for bread and the father will give stone, how much more will God give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Luke 11. 11 to 12, 13, something. Check it up. So I told her, I believe you've received it. You also believe, but when I go, Lock yourself up and just talk to God. And I left. And the following day, next time I saw her, she was like, oh, wow. I locked the door. I put on worship. And I was speaking in tongues. So she was obviously conscious of my presence. She didn't want to make a fool of herself. She, she, so she, she couldn't release herself to God. Get alone with God if that is what it requires. Years ago, I was um, ministering in, in, in the north of Nigeria, you know, to a group of students that had questions about the Holy Spirit. Questions about the Holy Spirit. And I said to them, I will answer all your questions from this book, the Bible. And I told them, promise me, if I answer your questions, you will believe God. And they said, yeah. So they had questions in different directions. A lot of them have answered here already. And at the end, I did not lay hands on any of them. 
that meeting, there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. People, these children were on fire, literally, jumping, praising God without any limitation. And I was like, wow. God wants to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And for some of you, you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Your tongue is stale, if you will. Your experience is stale. This season, God will renew your tongue. God will refresh your, 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 your experience. God will give you a new infilling of the Holy Spirit to the overflowing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I remember... I had this experience where, you know, when I started speaking in tongues, I don't remember what my tongue sounded like, but it was, it was, I mean, it was just what it was. And God changed it for me. God took me deeper and took me deeper and took me deeper. The Holy Spirit is so powerful that to be limitless, to live a limitless life, you must engage the Holy Spirit. And one of the currencies of Attracting him is thirst and hunger for him, acknowledging him and, and being thirsty for him. So I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why you should desire the Holy Spirit, why you should thirst for the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit fires up your spirit, you may even be baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you know, and over a, over a while, over a long time, you know, you, you, you need a fresh touch. You will get it in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to share a couple of things that when we press it, when we hear these things and we see the word of God, it should burn an appetite for the Holy Spirit, for more of the Holy Spirit in us. Are you ready? Number one, praying in tongues brings forth the revelation of God's plan for your life. Praying in tongues brings forth, brings it forth, brings forth the revelation of God's plan for your life. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, For one will speak, and this is so, so powerful, for one will speak in an unknown tongue, speaks not to men but to God for no one understands or catches its meaning because in the Holy Spirit he utters secrets secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding so when you are praying in tongues when you are praying in tongues, you are bringing forth God's hidden plan for your life and destiny. Oh, that is so powerful. I can tell you stories and stories and stories of my life where I would just sit down and I would be praying in tongues and I'm praying in tongues. And it's as if I, 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 I'm birthing God's plan, the next move of God for my life, the next direction. It's as if I'm birthing it and I'm birthing it and I'm praying in tongues and I'm praying in tongues and I'm praying in tongues. You see, when people come to me as a Christian leader and they say, oh, well, I want to find out what's God's plan for me. You know? <laughs> you know? I mean, God can speak and confirm 
However, primarily, pastors are not police. Christian leaders, even those that are prophetic, their job is not to be behaving like a herbalist. We have a herbalist mentality. It's too bad. Christians just want to go and sit down with someone. They don't want to seek God. They just want someone to pray for them, fast for them, then tell them what God is saying. No, 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 no. That is idolatry. My job, our job as Christian leaders is to train you to be able to, to get into that place when you are downloading God's plan for your life by yourself. Woo! Hallelujah! Oh, I'm getting fired up. I'm getting fired up. I'm getting fired up. In John 16, uh, 12 to 14, Jesus said that I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. I'll be it. When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. In the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost will guide you into all truth and make you limitless in the mighty name of Jesus. For he shall not speak of himself, but who whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come, and he shall glorify me. For it shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Hallelujah. It shall receive of mine. So, Jesus was saying, I said, I'm going to tell you. I can tell you now. And we bless. We have the Holy Ghost to decode the things that could not have been understood before now. To, to decipher the things that could not have been understood before now. Jeremiah 63 verse 3 says, God offers this provision. He says, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great things, mighty things about your destiny that you do not know. Call unto me. That's why I'm excited about this week of, of, of the vigils, this week of the vigils. You, you don't want to miss a single day. Why? Because there's an opportunity for you. It, it, it's, it's a rare opportunity where we will all come together. By the grace of God, I'm, 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 I'm going to be around by God's grace in Lagos. I mean, I, I, I mean you know, <laughs> and, and for, the, for the vigils and, and for GWDA. And we sit and pray and unpack God's mind. Every work of Satan in your life will be shattered and destroyed in the name of Jesus. I am so excited. Many times I sit with God and I begin to pray and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying. And, I'm praying. and all of a sudden I am enlightened. Even now, now I, I'm sharing this so that you can, when you get that kind of experience, you know how to navigate it and I'm enlightened and I know I have touched him I know I have touched something I know I have downloaded some things and I stay there until they are down and they are downloading and they are downloading but guess what I still don't know what it is many times I get up from that place of prayer I still don't know what it is I still haven't heard anything from him but I know I have downloaded it is here is that is in the subconscious? I've, I've, I've gotten into the subconscious mind, I've, I've, and I'm ruminating on it in my spirit. And and 
the more I stay, guess what? It begins to unpack into my understanding. Sometimes in that place of prayer, but many times outside of that place of prayer. Many times I'm just sitting down. I'm relaxing and it's unpacking. Or I'm playing a game and it's unpacking. I'm like, ooh, ah, you know, those are folks that are close to me. Sometimes, you know, when they don't know what's going on here, they're like, what, what, what's wrong with you? You know, I'm like, hmm. And someone close to me said, can you stop saying hmm? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I can't because it's like, it's like things are being unpacked within me. I'm like, hmm, hmm. I'm seen. I'm like, ayah, ayah, ayah. Many times it's until I begin to speak. So, so someone calls me and says, oh, pastor, you know, you have this challenge at home and all that and all that and all that. And I check with God and I feel a burden and I stay in the place of prayer and I pray in other tongues and pray in other tongues and pray in other tongues and boom, I get there. I know I'm there. And I get up and I go to their house or I call them on the phone. I say, meet me in the office. As I open my mouth and begin to talk, boom. I'm saying things that I'm I'm, I'm like, you know, by God's grace, because I'm used, I'm, I, I know the way of the Spirit, you know. <laughs> but at the initial stage, I usually, I, I'm, I'm like catching myself, that, oh, did I just say that? Oh, did I just say that? I'm just unpacking it. it. It comes by praying in the Holy Ghost. I hope that has worked, that is whetting your appetite right now. I hope it is whetting your appetite. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 10 says, but as it is written, for I has not seen, hallelujah, limitlessness, I has not seen, nor hear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I has not seen what God has prepared for you. Ears have not heard what God has prepared for you. It has not even entered into the heart of men what God has prepared for you. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. What searches the depths of God? The Holy Spirit. Ah, this year, you will be limitless in the name of Jesus. So we see that, you know, these things that I have has not seen, these things that ears I have not heard, these things that have not even begun to enter into the heart of men, it says, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. How? Because the Spirit searches everything, even the depth of God. And how do you get your own portion? You sit down with the Holy Ghost and you pray in tongues. And it begins to unpack. And it begins to unpack. And that is how to access. Says, Pastor, how long should I stay to pray? I don't know. <laughs> People that work with God don't ask how long. Because God doesn't work with time. God is eternal. 
If you want to have a sustained, a, a, a beautiful, bountiful walk with God, you shouldn't ask how long. You should be determined for whatever it takes. That's how to do it. So sometimes I'm sitting there praying is one hour before I even begin to get there. Sometimes it's 30 minutes. Guess what? Sometimes less than five minutes. Three minutes I'm there. But for the three minutes to be consistent, my experience, I must sustain my prayer work in my own case, where I'm praying for a long time instead of praying that way. So when I get to that place and I, and I begin to engage, boom. Number one, if at this point alone is enough to give you appetite for the Holy Ghost, I mean, it should be. It should be. Number two, praying in tongues edifies you. It builds you up. 1 Corinthians 14, 4 says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, builds himself up. You build yourself up. 2 Timothy 1, 6 says, This is why I remind you to fan to flame the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands upon you. There are people that we've laid hands upon. God has deposited stuff into you. You need to fan it to flame. You need to build yourself up. You need to fan it to flame. Jude 20, Jude 1, 20. Only one chapter says to us that, but you, beloved, build yourself up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continually progress. Rise like an edifice. Hallelujah. Higher and higher. How? By praying in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, you build yourself up on the foundation that is continually progressing and rises like an edifice that goes higher and higher. The reason a lot of people are up today, down tomorrow. They are on fire today, they are, you know, in the pit tomorrow. That will not be your portion. That will not be your story. It's because they don't have a sustained work with the Holy Spirit. Sustained. Sustained. The word there is sustained. You see, if the enemy can get you to break your pattern with the Holy Ghost, the enemy can get you back into the pit. You see, <laughs> what's the secret? You know, well, how come, you know, by the grace of God, you know, how come you, are, you keep going forward, you're just always going forward, by the grace of God, always going forward in your work with God? This is the secret. The enemy cannot break your sync, your rhythm, your rhythm. With the Holy Ghost. For some people, they need to wake up at 5 a.m. every day to pray. If it cannot break that, it cannot get you down. If you, if you, let's say you, you started this confession that we started, and you are hearing the word of God, you are hearing the word of God, you are speaking it to yourself every day, and you are seeing progress, you are seeing progress. If the enemy cannot get you to stop, it cannot get under your skin. It can't. It can't. Number. Three, praying in tongues allows you to pray when you don't know what to pray. You know, Romans 8, 26. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us. And with us, we groanings that cannot be expressed with words. 
beautiful. Beautiful. Even when you don't know how to pray or what to pray. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Did you know, for instance, that researchers at the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine have discovered that there, what they call a decrease in activity in the frontal lobes of the brain, an area of the brain associated with being in control of oneself. Can you see that? So, so you're saying, but, but I don't know what I'm praying for. I'm just praying for exactly. So your, your understanding is unfruitful when you're praying in tongues. That's what the scripture says. That's what, this, that's what science has discovered. <laughs> Amazing. You know, it's in the Bible already. Your understanding, the frontal lobe, the place of your consciousness, of your understanding. The, the, the scientists say that they, they, they did an experiment of people that are praying in tongues. They put nodes and stuff on their brain while they are praying in tongues. They discover that while they are praying in tongues, that area of the brain associated with self-control and understanding and control and articulation and everything, quiet. There was no activity there. So they said this, and I quote, our brain imaging research shows us that these subjects, children of God, are not in control of the usual language centers during this activity, which is consistent with their description of a lack of intentional control while speaking in tongues. Ah, when you speak in tongues, your spirit prays. You are praying in the language of the spirit. Your mind doesn't understand it. But guess what? The Holy Spirit can give you an interpretation and that is not even where we are going today. So when we don't even know what we are praying for, we can be praying in tongues and the Holy Spirit takes charge. Finally, praying in tongues is a weapon of warfare. It's a weapon of warfare and then mark 6 15 to 16 he told them go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone anyone who believes and is believe anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved this miraculous signs will accompany those who believe they will cast out demons they will in my name and they will speak a new language and they are able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. It is a warfare tool, the language of the spirit. So if you, if you feel your life is, is under a siege, you feel you are under attack, get up and pray in tongues. Come for the vigil. Let's pray in tongues together and let's see God crush the enemies of our destinies in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, it's so powerful. So, praying in tongues is a gift that's available to every believer. It, it, it's a powerful spiritual weapon. At the vigils, we're going to pray in tongues in a concerted way. We're going to pray in tongues in a purposeful way, not in a mindless way. You know, because it, it, there's a possibility because your, your understanding is unfruitful to just be speaking and, you know, just allowing yourself to go. No, we are going to engage our minds. We are going to be focused on our prayer point, which is the word of God. We are going to pull down these strongholds in the name of Jesus. Are you excited? Yes, I am.
Yes, and yeah. I'll tell you a funny story, and, and I mean, we'll pull the curtain here. You know, I must have shared this story before. Real life story, though. There was a man who had, um, I think, $2, and um, of course, his wife, and um, he would tell them to go to church. Well, go to church. And uh, they would go to church, and this man wouldn't, of course, go to church, and the daughters kept, I mean, prevailing on him that, oh, we have a special program, oh, you know, it, it's not God during this service, but, I mean, let's just say, God during this service, oh, God during this service, oh, it's a powerful program, daddy, you have to come, oh, you know, come and experience God, you know, come and taste what, enjoy what we are also enjoying. So, but, okay, 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 he says, girls, you won't kill me. I'll follow you to church. So he came on that God Regain service. Okay, it's not a God Regain service, don't get me wrong. But since we have God Regain service next week, so we'll back at, but I'll well use it, uh, that example. So he came on that God Regain service day and heard the word of God. He was like, wow. It was time for the altar call. He came out and gave his life to Jesus. And when he took them out, they actually ministered the baptism of the Holy Spirit to them on the spot. We used to do that though, <laughs> you know. Minister Pastor of the Spirit to them on the spot. And the man was speaking in tongues. He was fired up. But when he got home, I mean, daddy, daddy mode activated. So he, he was like, oh, give me my newspaper. Oh, so he sat down. You know, and in his mind, he was like, <laughs> what were you doing? You know, probably the enemy. You're just making a mess of yourself, you know. Talking rubbish, big man like you, you know. So the daughters were like, "Oh, daddy, you were, you were baptized in the spirit." So he just played it down. Of course, stopped praying in tongues because he, he felt he was feeling like a fool. The things of the spirit are foolishness to the world. I mean, the Bible says. But one fateful day, this big man was kidnapped. Ritualists, they kidnapped him. And of course, they had used all the incantations. They didn't even bind them. They used their incantations to keep to, to hypnotize the people and make them um, obey their instructions. So they've, they've, they've sacrificed a few. So they laid him on the altar. Of course, they didn't bind him because you know they trusted their powers, you know, and they were consulting and you know preparing his, I mean, whatever concoction they were gonna use. And he said, the man said, a voice said to him, that praying in tongues thing, <laughs> at least right now you are naked on the altar of the, of the enemy. Why don't you, nobody to laugh at you here. Why don't you pray it? Why don't you use it? So the man said, hmm, well, he that is down need fear no fall. So I said, praying in tongues. So I prayed in tongues under his breath. The more he prayed under his breath, the more confident he became. The more confident he became, they heard him pray. They came towards him. And he said, what are you doing? As he turned towards them, the people that he turned towards, they ran back. It was as if there was fire in his mouth. See, this can be like fire. It's not fire. Like fire. Okay, right. Fire in his mouth. The, the, the man obviously didn't see anything, but he saw the effect. And he turned to this side, and they ran back. So the man got off the altar and he was chasing them with the with speaking in tongues. The man was speaking in tongues, jumping, speaking in tongues. <laughs> when you see that, the man was speaking in tongues very passionately. They ran away. He escaped 
to the road naked, big man, on the express road. Was doing like this, waving. A good Samaritan stopped, helped him. That was how he was free. Now, with such a man, can you ever convince him that pretty tongues is fake? <laughs> I can tell you stories upon stories upon stories. Yours is to have a fresh encounter if you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. If you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, desire him and cry to him. And he will. If you are not even saved or you used to be saved, but you are not with God today. My pastor, pray with me. I want to pray with you. That is you. I want to pray with you. Wherever you are, because you will receive the Holy Ghost also. Wherever you are, wherever you are, put up your hand now over your, your head. I want to give my life to Jesus. Even if you are online, lift up the hand and, and lift it over your head. I want to surrender to Jesus. I want to surrender to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All over the place. I want to turn it over to the RP. Even right now, even as he prays, he's going to pray for you if you want to be for fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. And if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you can go to the ancestral cubicle and they will minister to you. Hallelujah. If you want to give your life to Christ, even as the rest of us, if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, with evidence of speaking in tongues, begin to pray. And if you are surrendering your life to Christ at this point, please raise up your hand and we'll put a card in your hand. When you receive the card, you can put down your hand. And if you are online, the instructions are scrolling on the screen. Let's begin to pray. If you are giving your life to Christ at this point, I'm going to make this final call before we pray. With a show of hands. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for everyone that is surrendering to you at this point. Father, we thank you for everyone that is rededicating their lives to you at this point. Lord, we ask that you pour your spirit afresh upon them in the name of Jesus. That you breathe upon their lives. That they receive the Holy Spirit today, even at this point in the name of Jesus. And for everyone that is yet to receive the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Father, even as they desire and hunger for you, Father, breathe upon them in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your move in our midst. Thank you for moving mightily in our midst, for your presence. Take all the glory, Lord. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen.